Publisher Podcast, episode 23. Well, hello, everyone. This is a different interview than the type that you have heard so far on this podcast. From time to time, I like to bring you other resources that are beyond the normal scope of writing, publishing, and selling your book. So today we're kind of talking, not kind of, we are actually talking about um, different tools that you can consider as you're thinking about how you show up in this world. So for me, it's really important to get a wide variety of exposure to tools and techniques that can help me better with my mindset, better with my marketing ability, better with all that I understand and do in terms of showing up in front of the right audience. Because at the end of the day, as indie authors, it's our job to create our audience. It's our job to provide an an environment where people feel connected to us so that they want to follow us on social media, so that they want to open our emails, so that they want to buy our books and all of those things. So we talked a lot about finding the ideal reader last week and showing up in front of the ideal reader. And you know what? Sometimes showing up means figuring out who we are, where our strengths are, where our weaknesses are, and how we can best get in front of those people. And so today, I'm excited to bring you my friend Megan Alton. She is a a numerologist, and you may have never heard of numerology before, so she's going to tell you what that is and how you can use numerology to help you better understand what's going on in the energy around you, what's going on with your own personal uh, strengths and weaknesses, and how you can use what you know about yourself to strengthen your marketing activities. So come to this with an open mind. As we discussed today, numerology is really not that much different than using a personality test like Myers-Briggs or something like that to identify where you're going to struggle, where you're going to have more success and those types of things with how you interact and engage with people. This is going to be an especially great interview for those of you who are running coaching businesses or writing nonfiction books and um getting in front of audiences with the intent of building a larger business that your book is a part of. But if you're not in that category, I still encourage you to listen because it's really interesting to consider other things that can help us or hinder us as we are coming forth as as authors, as author entrepreneurs, as small business owners. So I really hope you enjoy this interview. I thought it was really cool. And she's got a a special program that's coming up, a free program that she talks about, as well as her coaching program. So tune in, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this. Numerology was completely new to me, but I've really enjoyed um, my session with Megan. Uh, she did my numerology reading and told me about some things, and and like anything else, like I was pretty amazed at at the accuracy of what my numbers had to tell me. So it's kind of cool. It's a little bit out there if you're new to topics like this, but listen and let us know what you think. If you are enjoying this podcast, we hope that you will subscribe and that you will leave us a great review and that you will share us with your writer friends. So our goal is to bring you fun things, encouraging things, interesting things, and talk about all things related to writing, publishing, and selling. We have workshops and events coming up each month. You can find those at womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events. And thank you for inviting us into your world today. Enjoy the show.
Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been And I felt what you're feeling And I don't want to get in your Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Publisher Podcast. Today, I'm excited to bring you Megan Alton. She is an intuitive growth strategist and a numerology queen. So this may be a completely new topic for some of you. I know it was for me when I first started talking to Megan about numerology, and it's really cool how all of these things connect together to help us understand ourselves, our clients, or our readers, and the people that we're trying to show up in front of. So welcome, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. Can you just give us a basic description? Because I have never had an intuitive growth strategist nor a numerologist onto the show. Can you give us a a description of what that means? (laughs) Well, first of all, I'm so honored to be the first. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, basically, intuitive growth strategist, what that means is I help people access a part of themselves that can interpret energy and information that's not easily observable with their regular senses right so we are we all know we have like the touch and the taste and this and the sound and the smell and all of this right but we actually have a felt sense uh, a sense that's called intuition that will guide us to where we need to be and a lot of people might call this like that gut feeling or instinct or, you know, oh, I get chills sometimes. And that's basically your intuition speaking and it's interpreting energetic information in a way that you can try to interpret and, and use to help you, to guide you. And so numerology is the tool and the modality that I teach people to further strengthen their intuition, to better understand how to interpret energy that's that they're experiencing in their day-to-day life, whether it be in their family, in their work, you know, as you know, like I know a lot of your viewers are writing books and publishing books. And it's like, you can use this information to get a better understanding of what do my clients need? What's the pattern in the journey I'm on? What do they need to hear from me? What will support them? And you can use the energetic patterns to be more visible in your work and to be more aligned in your work. So explain numerology. What what is it as at its core? How do you how do you determine numbers? All the things. I'm sure most of our audience has never heard of numerology before. <laughs> so basically at its core, numerology is understanding that numbers contain energy. They contain a frequency and a vibration of a polarity of energy. And so in the polarity, we can experience both a challenge or a struggle associated with a certain number. We can also experience um, an empowering side or an opportunity or a potential that can be tapped into. And the number has kind of like I call it like a self-actualizing potential. So when certain numbers show up, it's because that number's potential wants to be fulfilled. So when you know what that is and you kind of live in alignment with that, the number patterns that are showing up for you will help you align with your goals, help you create more fulfillment in your life. Um, And, and just, you know, I kind of think of it as like, we have these energy currents all around us, like a stream, a river, you know, that kind of thing. And if you know the direction the stream is flowing, then you can kind of put your boat in the stream and point it downstream and the universe or that energy stream will support you to be fulfilled. 
So how numerology works is it was actually invented by Pythagoras, the school of numerology that I teach, um, who is also one of the founding fathers of math. Mm -hmm. So this was, I think, around 1500 years ago. He actually had a school of numerology where he would teach people how to use numbers in order to improve their personal development and their self-development, which is also how I use numbers. It wow. is not a passive science and art. It's an, it's a very active one where when you see potentials and windows of opportunity, uh, you get to choose, do I do something with this or do I let this pass me by? And so the numbers and the formulas give you the calculations that you need to know to interpret an energy that's already there, right? It's just an interpretation tool. Okay. So you also mentioned to me that you have a free program for people to check out. Yes, absolutely. This is one of the best ways to kind of test out if numerology is a fit for you and to really learn a little bit more about yourself. So I have a free mini series coming up. It starts on April 27th. And whether you can attend live or not, so you can sign up, you'll get the recordings as well as a workbook teaching you how to calculate your ruling number and helping you to understand what are some of the ways that you might have been misunderstood in your life and how that could have created some sabotages and some blocks. And then, then from there, we're gonna really go into what are some of the strengths and some of the potentials that your energy carries and how can you really activate and leverage that for your highest good and for the highest good of the people you work with. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's a free training. It's gonna go over um, three days starting on April 27th. And like I said, it'll be both live and replays as well as I've got some workbooks for you, which are a lot of fun to work through. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I know that I have felt very misunderstood in the past and it's created some pretty deep stories that I'm trying to undo. <laughs> so how do you figure out um, people's numbers? Well, it's based on quite a few different things and which is what I teach in my numerology training class. But most importantly, we just look at people's birthday. Hmm. The day you were born is very significant because this was the day that the cells that make up your body chose to self-actualize on this planet at this time in this space that you're in. And so there is an energy signature that you carry because of that, that it, it gives you hints and clues as to what your purpose is, how life could be fulfilling for you, um, the types of experiences that you're calling in to really feel fulfilled. And, you know, one of the most beautiful things I find about it is that the more we align with the energy that we contain, you'll recognize the truth of it. Like you'll feel, ah, that is me. And yeah, like I never knew that was something I could embrace about myself. And then the more we do, the more vibrant and magnetic we become, which is why opportunities tend to open up for us. So the example I often share is when I was a child, I was told um, two things. Number one, you're too sensitive. Don't be so sensitive, right? And so I really internalized that message as like, I need to be something I'm not. I need to toughen up. I need not to cry so easily. I need to not overreact. And so I really disassociated from my sensitivity and I never really learned how to use it effectively. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing I was told a lot was, uh, you talk too much. <laughs> I've heard that a few times. <laughs> Did you hear that too? Oh my God. You talk too much. And so same thing. I tried to like bite my tongue, stop talking, like Megan, just stop talking. Right. And um, when I really realized that these were aspects of my code, I learned how to use them more effectively. 
and learn how to be masterful at them rather than kind of just pushing them away and never being skilled in them. And the more skilled I became in them, the more doors started to open for me. Very interesting. So how does um, numerology engage or interact then with astrology? Because it sounds like a lot of the similar types of things that you would look at with your natal chart and things like that. How does all that come together? There are so many tools out there, right? Between astrology, human design, Mm. you know, personality tests like colors and Myers-Briggs and all this kind of stuff. And I say, go to what resonates with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of my teachers explained it to me once in this way, and I just love it so much. It's that all of these different modalities are maps, right? And, and the territory we're attempting to describe a territory with a map, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's like, if you have, like, say you've got a map, say you've got a picture, like you're in a valley right now, you're in a valley and you're looking at it and there's like two mountains and there's like a lake in the middle of the valley. If someone were to draw you, um, a bird's eye view map or a topographical map, or, um, I mean, I don't know, I'm not a cartographer. I don't know all the different types of maps, but every map would look slightly different, even though it's describing the same territory and every map has its place and has its role, depending on what you're looking to experience and to get out of why you need the map in the first place. Mm -hmm. So numerology is one map and so is astrology. And so is, you know, your Myers-Briggs profile or your, you know, colors profile or human design, they're all very useful. And so as the user who's trying to like use it to fulfill something in their life, look to what resonates to you and look to like, why do I need this information? Like, what is this going to, how is this either serving me or what is kind of catching my interest in this? So just a question out here for anybody who might be like, thinking this is a little too woo-woo or not really like, so it's interesting that you compared it with personality tests and Myers-Briggs and and human design and all those kinds of things. Why is it that people are so easily ready to say, oh yes, I can go take this test and it's going to tell me how to show up and behave in a certain situation and how I can work well with people. But numerology feels and natal charts feel so different to them, but really, like you said, they're, they're tools. They're the same thing. Can you, can you talk about, do you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, <laughs> totally. it's like there's like a level of like socially acceptableness to certain mm-hmm. types of like Myers-Briggs is the one that, you know, a lot of corporations tend to use. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of, it's socially acceptable. Right. And people feel uncomfortable in the unknown. Right. That's just the nature of, of, of being human. When we don't understand something or something doesn't make sense to us, we feel uncomfortable in the unknown. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I often tell myself and the people that I work with my students is that be curious about that. Like, why is, why are, if you love every single aspect of your present day and you're not seeking to change, grow or expand in any single way, any way at all, then fine, stay with what you're comfortable and normal and feels normal and just day to day for you, stay there. But if there's any part of you that wants to, you know, grow in some way, experience something new or expanded or different, then if that's the case, we're going to need to look at things that are not what we're used to because we're trying to create something we've never created before. Right. Right. So we have to look outside of our comfort zone. And, And when I teach numerology, you know, I always tell people it's an empowerment tool to strengthen your gut instinct. So it's always about like listening in 
and then checking in with your gut. How does this feel to me? And then it's like you take some, you take this some more information in, or you consider some more aspects, and then you check back in. How is this landing for me? Yeah. Right. And the whole point of the tool is that we strengthen our ability to interpret information that our eyes can't see. Yeah. That's a really, I, I, you know, I think that it's so funny how social norms place place things in their boxes, if you will. So it's like because big companies and corporations have decided that Myers-Briggs is, is an acceptable tool, then everyone's okay with it. We don't even think about it. So it'd be interesting one day, you know, if somebody comes out and says, okay, we're going to start using numerology as our way to determine how you engage with the people around you and all those kinds of things, then it then it takes away a little bit of the mysticism. But it's very interesting that that numerology was, um, was created by Pythagorean because that's a name that we all definitely I mean we all know the Pythagorean theorem it's established it's something we all learn in school um so you know as as you mentioned in the beginning we this is a podcast for authors and um one of the things that I think people really struggle with is um when they're looking at their marketing or how they're showing up in front of people you know getting that that vibe down knowing how to show up and how to be authentic and how to how to attract the right people can numerology help with that absolutely numerology is really powerful to use in messaging and marketing because we were born with a code that is perfect for the work that you have to do, right? It's perfect. It's it, We are beautifully and perfectly designed to do our work. And when you know what that code is and you lean into it and strengthen those aspects of yourself. So for me, you know, the sensitivity and the talking a lot, those are in my code. And when I pretended not to be those things or tried not to be those things, what I was doing was I was creating a watered down version of myself. I was watering down my personality, watering down my energetic field, watering down my work. And so when you do that, people can't see you. People can't feel you. You're, 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 you're nebulous. You're not grounded and tangible. So when you understand, oh, this is an aspect about me. And, and, you know, I'm not saying take blindly, take it. I'm saying, listen to what's your potential. Mm-hmm. And then decide what resonates to you and then figure out those pieces that resonate and strengthen them within you. And what happens is you strengthen your energetic field and you're very clear. And this is what I stand for. These are what my priorities are. And people love to feel that strength and that confidence in others that draws people in like a very clear magnet. And you become this very powerful, potent version of yourself. And so even if you're tactics don't change. Like even if you use the same, you know, like I'm currently, you know, podcasting and I have an email list and I have social media strategy. Let's just say those are my marketing tools. Even if your marketing tools don't change, but the clarity of your message changes because you've become more potent in your energy field, your conversions will increase. Mm -hmm. Your conversations with people will become a lot more tangible and clear. Your testimonials will become more powerful because when people can feel the potency of your energy field, they are uplifted and transformed by your presence, right? They, they get drawn in by that. And I, I kind of think of it as like painting with watercolors, the watered down muted version or the like rich, vibrant version, right? And we're all looking for that level of like confidence and trust in the people that we go to 
whether it's to read their books or to get advice or to get information, we want to feel that from them. Yeah. So you did a session with me and, and, and did my numbers for me. I was wondering if we could just talk a little bit about that so that people kind of have a better understanding of what to expect. So, so some of the things you pulled out was that I'm an eight and I have double ones and double nines. So how can I use that information to help me show up better in front of the people that I'm trying to reach? Or are there things about numbers that tell you when to not show up or not, you know, I don't know, like, (laughs) yeah. Well, there's definitely things you can look at in your numbers that would be like, this is a area where I don't have a lot of energy mm-hmm. or I don't have a lot of, um, you know, the, the, the energy is not really there. So you might choose to call in support there or outsource some of that or get some extra training in that area. Um, and so when you're, when you're looking at someone's chart, you can see this is their strength. They're really good in this area. And these are the areas they might need either to collaborate or, you know, this is a great opportunity for an assistant to help out with this area. Um, For you, the double ones, you are an ideas generator. And not only are you an ideas generator, but you use ideas to bridge things, like to bridge problems and solutions, to bridge assets and resources, to bridge people and like to bring people together. It's this unifying energy through ideas, right? And so it's beautiful that you've built this into a business, basically (laughs) helping people express their ideas um, the, the energy of the ruling number eight is really about developing a deep sense of mastery. So you are an expert in your field. You can go deep in an area. You can spend countless days, hours, years focusing on one thing and truly becoming a subject matter expert in that one thing. There's also this beautiful harmonization of um, kind of the inner strength and outer strength. That's always going to be the growth edge and the way for you to access a deeper level of fulfillment or potential is to continue to harmonize the inner strength and the outer strength. Um, And then finally, the double nines. This really speaks to a beautiful um, humanitarian and idealistic energy that comes through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it comes through with connection. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're looking to create connections yeah. through this idealistic humanitarian energy. Yeah. And the, the shadow side of that can be you have such high standards that you might become a little bit, you know, self-critical. Hmm. That's kind of one of the challenges. Right. Knowing that you're being led to this humanitarian energy. Yeah. So not all of our authors um, are nonfiction authors or business builders in the big sense of business builders. But one of the things that I try to um, impress upon them is that once you decide to write a book, you have done two major things. One, you've created yourself as a public figure. And two, you have established yourself as a business owner because now you have a product to to sell. So um I guess when, when people have the opportunity to, to look at their numbers and to figure out what they can best do with that, if they're not looking at it from a big picture perspective, like if they're just kind of looking at it, like, okay, how do I, how do I just make the right social media posts? How do I make sure that I'm shining in the right way? How do I make sure that I'm showing up in front of the target readers or the people that I'm trying my best to do? And you've, you've answered a little bit of that, but do you have any more thinking of the real, uh, of people who are brand, brand new to this and, and brand new to marketing? Um, 
any help that you can provide on that? Yeah, well, it's just sort of knowing your archetype. So for example, I'm a really number seven. And so, you know, kind of part of the energy that I carry is a little bit more of the adventurous risk-taking energy. And that energy that I carry is medicine for other people. Hmm. So the more clearly I own that that's a part of me, the more other people can be um, uplifted by that exposure. Whereas if you're like, say, a ruling number four, that is like a very stable, grounded leadership type energy that is going to be a lot more um, stable and secure and very foundational, you know? And so every single number has these different traits and the more that we own them and, and express them. So, you know, whether you're a big business or not, it's going to help you to be clear with your client base. Cause you know, if you're an author, the people who buy your book are your clients, mm-hmm. right? And so they need to feel a level of resonance with you to pick up your book. Right. And they need to feel like, oh, there's something about this person, this book, this content that I need, that my soul craves. And for them to feel that from you, they're going to need to feel that you're, that you're strong in your energy field. And that will improve the uptake of your book. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, it, it, it's funny how you can look at all of these different pieces and see how they can even play, you know, uh, uh, in the, in the chatter that I hear these days, it's so much about how authenticity is so important. And especially for right now, there's so many people with so many voices and so much stuff happening out through social media. It could be really easy to try and mimic what somebody else is doing or, or, you know, to show up in a way that doesn't feel good or doesn't feel authentic. Um, you know, I think this could be a, a great way to at least, like you said, to help identify where where your biggest strengths are so that you're playing to those things. Then do you have any advice, like once they've figured out their archetype and once they know kind of what their strengths are, where do you go from there? So there's lots of different ways you can use numerology. We've been kind of keeping it really high level. Um, but there's two main ways that I tell people. Number one is you learn about your personality, which is what we've been talking about so far. So, you know, you have a certain personality that you were born with. You have a code that you were born with. And that code can tell you all kinds of things like how to be aligned with your values. It can tell you um, what your contribution is and, and what you're meant to give. It can tell you... Um, clues about what's going to be a fulfilling life path or life purpose for you. It can also tell you who your ideal clients are and and how you connect with them. It can tell you the best ways for you to receive love and the best ways for you to receive support. It can tell you all these different pieces. So you can spend days, weeks, years diving into your chart and continuing to uncover ways to feel more fulfilled by, you know, making little adjustments in your life. Um, And then the second piece is, what I would call more like forecasting energy. So you can look at how energy patterns are going to unfold over time, right? So you can see, well, right now, 2021 contains a certain energy and then 2022 is going to contain a different energy. And within each of these years, every single month has a theme to it that's supposed to, uh, not that's supposed to, but that's helping us evolve forward into an up-leveled version of ourselves where we experience a greater sense of fulfillment. It's a, it's a path that supports our evolution. Hmm. So if you understand how this path is unfolding, you can use it 
to serve you by like literally pointing your boat downstream, like we talked and let the energy carry you. So in this, you know, we're in uh, April right now, as we're having this conversation, April is a month of endings, releasing, surrendering, completion. It is meant to say what is meant to stay in the past needs to stay in the past. Because once May hits, this is brand new initiations. This is big time spring energy. This is new starts, new beginnings, big ideas happening. Mm -hmm. And then by the time June hits, this is all about intuition. This is about connecting with yourself, connecting with other people who are going to expand things forward for you. So kind of high level, that's what's happening. And if you know these things, these are the things that are top of mind to your audience. And so you can meet them where they're at by allowing your content to speak to them as you're marketing or you know if you're doing a book tour you know you, you can kind of anticipate some of the thoughts that they might be having and speak to them in your presentation or in your conversations and um, just be able to meet people where they're at and allow yourself and them to be take to be carried and held by this energy that wants to support us I know you're getting ready to um, do a course to teach, to cert to certify people in numerology, right? So yes. um, we do have a lot of people who are uh, nonfiction um, writers, coaches, um, you know, in the health industry and all kinds of other places like this. How can getting certified in numerology help help someone grow their business and do better in their business? Yeah, getting certified in numerology, there's a couple ways this is really powerful. Number one, the biggest way is it strengthens your intuition. So you will wake up in the morning and you, and I share numerology rituals that people can do every single day and have clarity and confidence about what is in front of you and what to do next in order to reach your goal. So that's number one. Number two is you understand yourself better. So you know how to show up for your people in a more clear, potent, power, powerful energy field. Uh, number three is you can do the charts of your clients very easily. And, you know, we already know this as, as coaches and teachers and service providers, there's no such thing as one size fits all. There really isn't. But when you look at someone's code, you can get a sense of, oh, this person has a lot of, you know, mental and intellectual energy. So I need to spend time with them, helping them understand and make sense of things. Yeah. Or another client, oh, this person contains a lot of like physical energy. They need to move. They need to be active. They need to like do some kind of walking meditation or some hiking to process what's coming up for them so they can be more effective. Or you can also look at your client's charts and say, well, here's where their blind spots are. Mm -hmm. What tools and strategies can I put in place to help them with their blind spots so they can be more effective in whatever goal it is that they're working with me on? So those are four. Uh, fifth, I would say, is understanding how the cycles are unfolding through time. So if you have a client where you're working, say, a three-month agreement or a six-month agreement, you can understand the arc of how the energy is going to flow and use that to set yourself up for success when you set up the client targets, their goals, and what you're hoping to accomplish in that time frame together. I mean, just as a publisher, I can see how this would be incredibly useful information because one, the knowing myself better is a key part, I think, as any kind of business owner, understanding how you are operating day to day, how you're engaging with people, how you're doing all of those. But two, we bring in such authors with such varying personalities and strengths and areas where they need different support. I can see it being a really, really helpful tool to help me 
understand how to work with them better. But then, like you said, we're working with our clients between three and 12 months, setting launch dates, setting all kinds of things where it would be super useful to have a really good understanding of what's going on big picture, what types of energies are going to be out there. I tell you, there was a time when I would have thought all of this was just crazy talk, but I've watched it play out in my life in a way that I am 100% convinced that Mercury and retrograde is a real thing, that these astrological events that happen are real things, that there are energies that impact things in different ways, and 150% um, in belief now about you know, taking these little tools that we have about personalities and the way that people respond and, the, and strengths and weaknesses and how you can you can really, really mess up if you're if you're working with somebody in a way that is completely counter to how they receive and and give, you know. So I think it's yeah. cool. Yes, thank you. I know I just love it so much. And you know, at the end of the day, I think the thing that gives me the most excitement about all of this is so many of us experience so many challenges because we don't feel seen yeah. for the truth of who we oh my are. Gosh, isn't that the truth? Right. And same with our clients and everybody, everyone just wants to be seen for their truth. And so numerology is such a beautiful pathway where you can see the truth of yourself and the people in your world and hold them to their highest potential, which is such Mm. a gift that we can share with others. That is such a beautiful way to end the interview. So if anybody is interested, do you do readings as well? Or are you just focusing on your course right now? I'm mostly focusing on my course right now. I will take the odd reading here and there, especially after, you know, my course starts May 11th. So after May 11th, I have, I'll have a little bit of space for that. Um, so I do take readings here and there and yeah, I also teach numerologists. So this is one of those things where you can put it in your own hands and be very empowered. So tell us for anybody who's interested in checking out the program, tell us how they can find that. So you can check it out on my website. It's um, meganalton.com. It's M-E-A-G-H-A-N. A-L-T-O-N.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the regular social media channels. I would love, love, love to connect with you. I do regular forecasts as well that you can watch that are available to the public um, and just discussing how the energy is unfolding over the course of a week or a month. Oh, that's awesome. And for anybody who's reading, uh, reading the show notes as you're listening, I'll post a link in there too, so you can grab it easily. So, okay. Well, this was an interesting conversation, very different than any that we have had on the podcast yet. So thank you for coming and talking about this. And I am definitely interested in learning more. I know that, um, I have become really, really interested in all of these types of things, just in looking at the bigger picture and looking at what things are happening and looking at how, how I show up and how I can, and, and, and just even how I engage on a day-to-day basis with the people on my team and, and all of that. Like it's, it's such a cool tool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Alexa. I just love this conversation. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great, huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.